Hey guys, Courtney here. Thanks for joining us at the Biz Wing Girl podcast. We are so hopeful that you're going to be able to gain as much knowledge and inspiration that you need to have a faithful walk with God and a faithful walk in business. Marcus and I put a lot of intention and inspiration into our discussion today. So I'm super hopeful that by the end of this episode, you'll be equipped with tools and revelation to help you get catapulted into the destiny that God has prepared for you. I hope you jump right into this episode and I can't wait for the rest of this podcast journey to have with you folks. You know, maybe we were successful in a business standpoint, you know, we're making good money more than you know, a lot of other young people, but we weren't happy. And, and then I just realized, you know, there's no point of making money if you're not happy. And for any entrepreneur out there, you know, Christian or not, making money will not solve your problems. It definitely will not. I thought it would, but I, you know, I've made more money than I ever thought I would in a month. And I was miserable, you know? So I think it's just knowing what your priorities are and, you know, putting it in place and never deviating from it. You know, no matter what. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, welcome to the Biz Wing Girl podcast. Um, this is our first episode. And, you know, typically podcasts start by doing it solo. But I really wanted to get um, one of my good friends on just to show like the importance of networking, especially for my business um, and being in the virtual assistant agency. So on today, I have Marcus. Um, he is in the finance and retirement industry. Um, but I'll go ahead and let him say a little bit about himself, and then I'll go into a mini introduction, and we'll get our discussion started for today. So go ahead, Marcus. What's up, guys? My name is Marcus Falfata Padrina. I was born and raised in Hawaii, and uh, the way I got into the industry was I I went away to college for a little bit um, and ran into a a buddy that uh, his family kind of made their, um, that was their family business was in the finance and retirement industry. So through COVID, um, kind of didn't know where to go, didn't know what to do. So uh, I went to go and get my license. Um, and yeah, I've been in the industry ever since. Uh, it's, it's a very rewarding industry. You know, you help a lot of people, you do a lot of good things. So if, you know, if you have a passion for helping people, uh, for doing the right thing, there's no better industry. Um, and yeah, that's just a little lowdown about me. I'm super excited for this. Um, Courtney's a, a wonderful person, so we'll have fun on this podcast today. Awesome. Yeah. So um, for my business specifically, so my name's Courtney. Um, I'm the owner of the Biz Wing Girl. We're basically a virtual assistant agency that helps our clients do more of what they love and less of what they must. Um, a lot of the things that we handle is like general admin. We do some social media management, uh, website design, and all of that good stuff. Um, and for me personally, especially with my business, networking is a really big part to my success, to my client success, being able to just connect and make those connections for other people. Um, that is where the heart of my business is at. Uh, Marcus and I actually met in church and um, he you know, told me a little bit about his business and finding connections with other entrepreneurs is super vital to your growth, scaling your business and being successful at what you do. And so we all got to talking. We have another friend, her name's Stacy. Um, and we all kind of just connected on that level where 
we're integrating, you know, two parts of our lives. And that's what the main topic of today's discussion is going to be is entrepreneurship and Christianity and learning how to merge those two worlds and doing it effectively and cohesively. Um, So I guess that's where we'll start this whole thing off. Um, being that Marcus and I met in church and, you know, having that same faith, having that same foundation, but also pursuing, you know, our own dreams and our own aspirations in the world of entrepreneurship, it's not always an easy tightrope to walk. Um, and any entrepreneur, even if you're in your twenties and your forties and your fifties, I think can agree to this, um, finding, you know, that cohesive rhythm in being, a successful business owner and also a successful or efficient and effective Christian. Um, that's something that looks different for everybody. So Marcus, for you, like, what does that kind of look like for you? Like, what has it been like as far as, you know, your walk in your faith and being a business owner um, and just kind of trying to make those two worlds collide, but not clash? Well, I guess the best place to start is at the beginning of all this COVID thing. So um, I was in the mainland. Uh, I was going to college, playing football, you know, working a regular nine to five job. And um, I always knew that entrepreneurship was was for me. Although I'm I am one person where I need a lot of structure in my life. I always knew I didn't like working for people. And uh, that's that's how I kind of started to dive into the business world and everything like that. Um, and during the summer, you know, even recently, you know, I've been making a lot of money, but the thing that I was missing was my faith. You know, I was born and raised in a Christian household. We went to church, um, our extended family as well as very strong Christians. And I knew something was missing. You know, when I came back home, I was able to reconnect with the church. You know, I, I met you and, uh, Stacy and that was such a huge blessing for me. And, um, I think to put it in the simplest terms for me, the way I do business and the way I make sure that I keep my peace and my happiness is I start my day and I start everything with the Lord. You know, all of, all of my worries, all of my, you know, every time I'm anxious, every time I'm wanting, you know, direction in something, I go to the Lord because I figured out that, you know, the more I try to copy others in business, the more I try to, you know, just do things on my own. I wasn't happy. I was doing great. You know, someone from the outside could look and be like, okay, this, you know, this kid's young, you know, he's pretty successful, sort of say, but no one would have known that deep down inside, I wasn't happy at all. You know, I was actually, you know, depression was was something that I was kind of like, okay, I never thought it was a thing. And then, you know, just recently, I realized I was like, wow, you know, if you don't have your priorities straight, then that's definitely something that can creep into your life. So um, I know that was a lot, but I just think in simplest terms for me is, you know, first, everything is with God, you know, trying to listen to his voice and uh, go with the direction that he's wanting me to go in my life where I can be of huge impact to people. Um, But also too, like in everything that we do, I feel like the best way to do things is just be a service to others um, to help others out, you know, a lot of times, yes, we need to be mindful of ourselves. but if we put others' um, needs before us, if we help service others, then eventually everything will fall into place for us. So I'll just say that, you know, first and foremost, put everything up to God, you know, leave, leave it up to him. You got to do, you got to do what you got to do, but, you know, follow his word, follow his guidance, and then just do the right thing, you know, be of service to others, do the right thing, 
you know, business can be a world where, world where things, you know, can get shady. People do shady stuff to make money. But, you know, at the root of all things, if you do things that are shady, you do things that are wrong, it'll eventually come back to haunt you. So do the right thing always. Right. And, you know, like, I love that you put into perspective a lot of times, you know, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're not an entrepreneur, um, one thing that my mom always emphasized to me is like, you know, giving the first fruits of your labor, giving the first fruits of your time to God, because that's where you're going to find the most peace, the most clarity and the most, you know, solid foundation. And um, I actually, this discussion became a thing because this past weekend was like a little bit of a whirlwind, kind of like Marcus mentioned, you know, depression, you know, your emotions get the best of you sometimes, whether you're the most successful entrepreneur in the world, whether, you know, you're in the medical field or whatever your career path looks like, depression, emotions, all of that stuff is very real. Um, and it's important for us to keep our emotions in check and to continuously surround ourselves with the right support system and with the right people. And I realized that even, you know, more so now that this whole thing happened, I had like Marcus, I had other people in my line of business that are there to support me and help me in those situations. Um, And being a Christian in entrepreneurship, it is hard, you know, and I'm not going to say that it's easy and you're always going to have this peace and, you know, you're going to do everything with God. And of course, that's the goal. The goal is to do everything with God. The goal is to have him not just in the midst of it, but in control of it. Um, but there's going to be those moments when you're like, am I doing enough? Am I hustling hard enough? Am I being consistent enough? And then there's also the other side of you where you don't want to take too much control over the situation because you're not allowing God to have his hand in it. Um, and so it's this constant battle of back and forth. And I experienced that not only this past weekend, but even since I started my relationship with God, um again you know in 2020 no one imagined for the year to look the way it did no one planned for a pandemic no one planned for a financial deficit in their lives and some people 2020 was amazing and some people 2020 was an absolute disaster and then there's people who are right in the middle of it and I feel like that's where I found myself you know there was profound revelation that came out of it but there was also so much struggle and hurt and loss that came with it and finding God and putting him at the center of my life again really allowed me to look at things with full clarity um, and a clearer vision. And so when I get into my little spouts of allowing my emotions to run rampant or allowing my thoughts to run away with me, I have my accountability system. I have my support system to bring me back to the center of it. Um, So one of the things that I ended up basically word vomiting, I guess, to Marcus was I didn't understand how to be an effective Christian and still be an effective business owner um so for you especially you know in your industry it's very much about you know networking and making sure that you're consistent you know it's your success is based upon how hard you work so how do you find kind of that balance between you know hustling and working hard while still delegating that time with God and making sure that you're not prioritizing I guess business and your work over you know building your relationship with God and allowing him to have full reign over your career and your life um well like I said starting off everything with him so in the morning you know allotting um, I think a lot of times um, 
entrepreneurs, even young people, you know, we, we feel like we need a lot all this time for all this busy work, but yet we're not being productive. You know, we, we put things in there that, I mean, really makes no sense, but it takes up time. So for me, um, I like to devote time in the morning, right when I wake up, you know, to God, to prayer, to reading, um, something that's really been helping me recently is, uh, you know, just reading more faith-based like business books, because there are a lot of strong, successful entrepreneurs, businessmen that are Christians that, are, you know, that have some type of faith foundation and they run their business that way. And that's why I feel like they're so successful is because they, they listen to the, to their calling, you know, from the Lord. And um, they, they don't, they don't try to succumb to, to the pressures of our, of our society. Um, so I would say, yeah, you know, to, to allot that time, um, and, and no matter what it is, you know, whether it's, you know, reading the Bible, um, listening to a preacher, um, reading, reading books, but also too, um, I've been getting more involved with, uh, the young adults ministry, the, you know, the, our men's life group. So just allotting that time, you know, because you can, you can definitely work your business and, you know, have all these other obligations to help keep you true to yourself and to your faith foundation. Um, so that that's, you know, just, I think that's really it. Like, it's just a lot of the, the time that I know that I need to get in, you know, my reading and then also get in my fellowship with others in the church, you know, and not, and not putting any business in place for that, you know? So for an example, we have um, young adults ministry Tuesday nights at 7 PM. So, you know, from morning time after I wake up, do all of my reading, listening to preachers, working out, you know, in that, after that, like all that time there, I can do business or whatever I have to do. But seven o'clock is something I won't deviate from, you know, it's like, I gotta be there. Like if you treat it where like, you gotta be there to receive the word, to receive the blessings or everything else will like crumble. Then, then, then you'll start seen growth there and and it really is like that you know because like like we both are talking about um when we kind of went astray from the lord we kind of tried to handle everything on our own try to control everything it didn't work out you know maybe we were successful in a business standpoint you know we're making good money more than you know a lot of other young people but we weren't happy and and then i just realized you know there's no point of making money if you're not happy and for any entrepreneur out there, you know, Christian or not making money will not solve your problems. It definitely will not. I thought it would, but I, you know, I've made more money than I ever thought I would in a month and I was miserable, you know? So I think it's just knowing what your priorities are and, you know, putting it in place and never deviating from it. You know, no matter what, um, if, if you have a client that can only meet during that time, schedule it another day or, um, do it a little bit earlier, do it over zoom. You know, there's so many things that we can do to, to make sure that we don't miss the really key important things in our life. So yeah, that's it for me. Right. Yeah. And you know, like Marcus was talking about, um, money won't solve all your problems. Money won't make you happy. And that's why it's so dependent upon the relationship that you have with yourself, the relationship you have with God and the relationship you have with the priorities in your life. And today I posted something um, on my business Instagram and it talked about how your people will always be your greatest asset. And for me, you know, I had 
money. I had things that, you know, is supposed to fulfill you. That's what the world tells you, right? That's what the business world tells you is that the more money you have, the more successful you are, the happier you'll be. And that is such a false belief. Um, And for me, it was, you know, my network that really helped me through whether it's in church or out of church, you know, people who truly believe in your dreams, who believe in you, who want to encourage you and uplift you and speak life into you, they will always be able to get you through the darkest times, not the money. You know, you could have the nicest car in the world, the nicest house in the world, but if you don't have your people, you're missing a very, very important piece to your puzzle. Um, and it's my people, it's people like Marcus, people like Stacy, and I even have like, you know, other friends from Maui and Oahu that truly believe in my success, that want to see me, you know, bring my dreams to fruition. And like Marcus is talking about, you know, for young adults, that's another community within our circle um that allows us to do what we do and do it effectively and efficiently um so as far as like your circle Marcus what was the difference between trying to do business on your own and doing business with either godly men um godly women or even like just people in business that were genuine and like true to your success um did you see a difference in the way that your business operated when you were trying to do it alone and then when you decided to you know team up and network and have those relationships in your life well I think what it what it really was for me is just it allowed allowed me to have more peace um because a lot of people will talk about this on podcasts and on YouTube entrepreneurship gets lonely you know anyone who tells you that entrepreneurship is amazing you get to work alone blah they're you know, they're, they're giving out a lot of fluff. Entrepreneurship gets super lonely sometimes. And whether you have people that are entrepreneurs that are in the same industry or not, it's always good to have a circle that you can be around. Um, and not just a circle of, you know, entrepreneurs, but having people in your life that, like um, Courtney was saying, that uplift you, that support you, you know, that genuinely care about your success and your happiness, that's so key. Um, And and one thing that I wanted to touch on too is uh, being a Christian and being an entrepreneur, like they they really do go hand in hand um, when it's it's talking about, you know, who you hang around, you know, who you listen to, um, because we all have those friends, um, those, you know, those family members that, you know, they've been with you since the beginning, but it gets to a point in your life where, you know, maybe sometimes what they do, what they say is very hindering to your, to your progress, your success. And so I know it's very hard, but, you know, especially when we're young, we have to be mindful about who we spend our time with. You know, we, we might not think that it makes a big difference, but it's those little things like who we spend our time with, what we listen to, what, what we say, what we say to ourselves you know, are things that are going to make a huge difference two, three, five years down the road. So definitely being mindful about that. If you want to surround yourself with hustlers, you want to surround yourself with people that uplift you. Um, but make sure it's the right way. You know, it's, it's people that genuinely care and they support you as a whole and not just, you know, someone that wants you to kill it in business so that they can, you know, they can reap something from it or, Someone that just wants to see you, you know, do good things as a, as a Christian, but then they're going to contradict you when you start being very successful in entrepreneurship. So it's finding that people that, 
that um that just just support you as a whole you know no matter what you do they're going to support you they're going to uplift you because our world can be very negative nowadays and um we may not notice it but some of the some of the people that are closest to us our family members our closest friends our childhood friends they could be the people that um are speaking the most negativity onto you and like i said you may not notice it but you know our our word is so powerful our actions you know, towards others can, can speak volumes, you know, and can really uh, make, make someone look at themselves differently. So just really being mindful about who and what you surround yourself with. Right. And, you know, um, before we kind of go into our closing thoughts, I want to make sure that I touch base on something um, that not only me and Marcus talked about, but Stacy and I talked about one of our other really good friends. And it's about, feeling like success contradicts your ability to be a good and wholesome Christian. So a lot of people believe that being successful, having a lot of success financially, having a lot of success in business makes you somehow selfish or they connect that to an image that isn't, that can't correlate to Christianity. But I want to make sure that we completely, you know, extinguish that belief um, you know, in the Bible, it does say like God calls us to have life and life more abundantly. He calls us to multiply. He calls us to be, um, you know, diligent caretakers of what we have, of our assets, of the things that he blesses us with because he wants to bless us. People often think that, you know, being an entrepreneur, being in business and wanting more success somehow deters you from being able to be a godly Christian. And that's not true. And, you know, even growing up in Hawaii and being in a community where people try to make you feel bad for being successful and somehow being successful or having money makes you a bad person. Um, we have to really get out of that mindset because like Marcus was talking about, you know, your closest friends, your family, the people who you hold near and dear to your heart will sometimes be those people that make you feel guilty for being successful, for, you know, scaling your business and getting to the places that you always imagined yourself being. Um, so like for you, Marcus, as far as like multiplying and scaling your business and being successful, have you ever found yourself feeling guilty for it or feeling like you can't be a good and efficient Christian, um, if you reach X amount of success or you can only reach this amount of success to keep you humble or what does that mindset or has that mindset ever dawned upon you um, in business? Of course. So my first like month really back into this industry when I came back home, um, I mean, I, I just blew it out of the water. You know, I, I made a lot more money than I ever had, probably made, made more money in two weeks than I ever had in like maybe six months to a whole year. Um, just working all you know, those nine to fives. And yeah, I was so contradicted. I was like, I was like, man, I'm making all this money and I'm helping all these people, but is this the right thing to do? Is this what God wants me to do? And um, it's really funny how when we put all of our worries, our anxieties, our fears up to the Lord, he just answers our prayers and he takes care of it because he's a God that can do all things and he knows all things. So he, he knows exactly what we were dealing with. Um, and what happened was I, I went to see my family during Christmas time. Um, and my cousin gave me this book. It's called Financial Overflow by Jonathan D. Shuttlesworth. And I encourage, I mean, even if even if you're not an entrepreneur, like if you're just a, a, a Christian that just wants to, you know, dive deeper into the word and really 
reap all the benefits and blessings that God has for you, I would really suggest reading it because that's what helped me change my, my outlook on it, you know, because like Courtney was saying, God calls us to abundance. He wants us to be overflowed with blessings, but it's our hindering thoughts, our actions that contradict his word that prevent us from getting those blessings. And within the book, it just talks about, you know, with, with your success, that's God's success, you know, and whether it's financial, it's, you know, giving your 10% your tithing. Cause really, I mean, would, would you rather have, you know, give away the 10% and then the 90% of your money get blessed? Or would you rather just, you know, keep it, try to save it like the rest of the world. And then you find yourself living paycheck to paycheck or broke, you know? And yeah, so it was, it was hard at first. And then, then after reading this book and, you know, I'm still reading through it, I just realized, you know, that he does call us to all these things, you know, anything that we want and dream of. And that's, you know, in our purpose, you know, to, to build the kingdom of the Lord, he wants us to have and more like in the Bible, it never says that God will just deliver us what we need. Like he'll deliver what we need and more and more. And it's really just being mindful about that. You know, don't, don't be, don't be stingy like the rest of the world. Don't say you're going to save because Lord knows that only about 5% of Americans know how to save, you know? So whatever is that 10%, that's, that's the Lord's, whatever you, whatever you make 10% of it goes to the Lord and, um, you know, give back, give, give to those in need, you know, donate your, your finances when you can, your, your time, and, you know, when you start to do that, when you start to really dive into the word and, and how he wants to bless you, you'll definitely start to realize that whoever tells you um, that it's wrong and you're not a good Christian, um, I'm sorry, just to be blunt, you're probably listening to people that are broke and people that don't listen to the word. That's, you know, that's, that's just the truth. You know, I know we're, we're Christians over here and we're called to love and, and I am, but I just want to be real with people in, in the real world that we live in is those people that are gonna gonna be on your case that are gonna you know tear you down are the ones that want what you have but they're not willing to go out and do it so you know go out there you know do what you love to do help people be of service to others because our success is really measured by how we can help others be successful and be happy and um just just give back give to the lord what is delegated to him because without him, we would not be here. We would not be where we are. We would not be free and happy spirits. And, you know, don't, don't let other people get you down. Do what you know is right and just enjoy your life. Awesome. So, you know, just to put everything into perspective that we talked about, um, you know, Christianity and entrepreneurship they can exist in the same world as long as you are able to find the right priorities, as long as you're able to delegate the right amount of time, you know, to each world, whether it be in business, whether it be strengthening your relationship with God, find the right people, find the right mindsets, you know, and there's going to be moments where you still find yourself on that tightrope of confusion. Like, how do I get to there? How can I still be this person, but still be an effective business owner? And when those things happen, that's why you have your people. That's why you have the word. That's why you have prayer to be able to, you know, lift those worries up to God and allow yourself to commune with him and understand so that he can bring clarity and guidance to those places um, that seem lost. So before we kind of close everything up, um, what, 
piece of advice, I guess we will both be able to kind of share a little bit of wisdom, but um, what piece of advice can you kind of share for entrepreneurs or possible entrepreneurs that are thinking of getting into business? Um, what, what have you learned? What can you kind of, a little piece of your wisdom? Well, first of all, just being very blunt, um, I want to tell everyone that if you hear that entrepreneurship is easier than working a nine to five, or you're going to work less than nine to five, you're wrong. You're going to work more. It's going to be tough. But the way to look at it is you're going to be working for yourself and for your family's future. Um, whenever, and not, not trying to down anyone that, that works nine to five, it's great. Some people, that's just what they're called to do, you know, but when you're working a nine to five, you're always going to be working to build someone else's future. If you want to build your own future, build something beautiful for your family that you're able to take care of them as well as give back and take care of those who are less fortunate than you, then entrepreneurship is amazing. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. You're going to have hard times. You're going to have great times, but just know, um, just like in life, not everything is all hills. There's a lot of valleys, you know, and, um, just really be mindful about who you surround yourself with, um, what you listen to. We, we were in a young adults ministry um, last week, Tuesday, and I thought, I was like, okay, when I go to the gym, I listen to rap, you know, and it's not the censored version too. And I was like, okay, that doesn't really affect me. And then uh, we had a friend of ours, Michael, who was preaching, and I mean, he just, he just lit it up. Like, it was awesome. Um, and you know, we, we don't, we don't realize, you know, the little things that we do that, that become a huge outcome later because, um, you know, we're, yeah, we're Christians, you know, we all slip up here and there. We might say some foul language here and there, but that's just because what we're filling ourselves with. So, um, you know, just really be mindful about who you surround yourself with, but also, you know, what you listen to, what you watch, what you, what you read, all of that stuff, although it may seem very small, it will be huge factors in your growth. And I think most importantly is, you know, every day go out and try to make, you know, try to make someone's day, be that, be that person that in this generation in our world is a difference maker. You know, it's so easy to be negative, so easy to tear people down, but it takes an awesome person, a courageous person to go and build people up. So that's my little advice, little um, pick me up, I guess, for the day. Yeah, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I guess a lot of what Marcus is saying really does resonate with me too. You know, you have to be mindful to guard your heart, to guard your mind, um, to guard your emotions, you know, be very intentional with the things that you fill yourself with, with the words that you speak over yourself and the words you speak over others, with the words that you allow into your life. Um, because that which, you know, goes in you is what will come out. And we have to be, you know, very, very intentional, especially as Christians, you know, to be the, that example, to um, lead people in the right direction down the path that God has destined them for. And like he said, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you work a nine to five, you have a different calling than somebody else. Everybody has their own gifts, their own talent. Some people are called to entrepreneurship. Some people are called to the medical field. Some people are called to a nine to five. But whatever you do, do it diligently. Um, serve your season well. And it doesn't matter if you're not an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter if you're in a nine to five. It matters on the way that you serve your season and the way that you continue to just, you know, pour into others' lives. And 
stay humble. You know, it doesn't matter how much success you yield. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You're never going to be better than the next person. We're all constantly learning. And that is exactly why God calls us to have relationship is so that we can continuously stay accountable for who we are, what we do, and the things that we put out into this world. Um, So whatever your week is looking like, I hope that you continue to, you know, use your gifts and your talents to leverage your success, to lift up other people, to speak life into other people. And I hope this new year is filled with everything that's great and good, not only for you, but for your family and your friends. Um, A little bit of a plug. I'll make sure that Marcus's Instagram is linked to the post it's going to be linked to this podcast it'll be available on all platforms spotify um the link will be on our website as well and if you are a new aspiring entrepreneur or if you're a current entrepreneur i encourage you to head over to the website at www.thebizwinggirl.com and schedule your consultation so i can help you leverage your success and your goals and we can talk and connect a little bit about how entrepreneurship is going to look like for you and the business of your future um Marcus, do you have any plugs that you want to put in, any websites or links that you want people to go and follow you at so that they can stay connected with you? No, not really. I mean, my my Instagram would be perfect. I mean, I I think I definitely need to update it and be more mindful about what I post. (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, I mean, it's it's always positive content. You know, reach out to me, DM me, whatever. I'm usually pretty diligent at answering back. But yeah, I mean, connect with us because the fact that no matter no matter where we are, you know, with with social media, we it's such a good platform that we can all connect on and kind of help and support one another. And that's that's me and Courtney's goal is to bring more people together um, to support one another because if you have a good support system in this world, you'll you'll go doing go do great things. So. Awesome. Well, thanks, Marcus, for hopping on this podcast episode. And thank you guys for listening to our first episode. There's going to be more to come. Some of the topics we talked about today, I'll have episodes specifically just for that topic. So keep an eye out. And I hope to see you guys on the next